Hi there, and thank you so much for joining me today on the Amy Kunkel Audio Hour. I had the pleasure of doing some inner voice work live with Jess Lively in Detroit this past fall, and she gave me permission to air it on my podcast. So I'm thrilled to share it with all of you so that you too can benefit from the conversation. We get into spiral dynamics and she has done an episode on that. It's a framework for the levels of consciousness and you can find it at justlively.com forward slash spiral dynamics and also follow her along her journey. She can be found at justlively.com and on Instagram at Lively. She has been a mentor for me through my awakening, and it was such an honor to do this work with her. At the end of the episode, she shares some wisdom with the group of women that are present at the recording, and I included it because I thought it was really valuable. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We get into awakenings and shifting in your consciousness level and basically how to interact with people that may not be at the same consciousness level that you are at. We talk a lot about religion and um, it's really based on my life and I'm tapping into my own inner wisdom and sharing from that place. So I enjoyed the time with Jess in Detroit, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. So let's go to the show. And who do we have the pleasure of speaking with today? I'm Amy. Amy. How can we help you today? Um, let's see. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing your journey with me because I have been with you the whole time. Um, really not the whole time you've been online, but, um, take a deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's just been very comforting to, um, just have your knowledge, um, be shared online as, um, I've been going through the same thing. So, um, I want to talk about um, your spiral dynamics episode actually really um, maybe is inspiring this conversation, um, but basically how to um, how to operate in the world now that maybe I started from a blue, Mm-hmm. which referring back to that traditions episode, and rules. So structure like law or re- organized religion. religions mm-hmm. tend to have that blue tone to them for anyone listening. You could go back and listen to the spiral dynamics episode. If you're interested, just lively.com slash spiral dynamics, but blue yeah. is that religious or traditional rule abiding perspective of reality. Right. And, um, your episode that you shared on rational and transrational thinking, um, really triggered my, what I call my spiritual awakening. And now, um, almost two years later, I am just really trying to figure out how to function in the world with a new identity that I, I feel is in the yellow, the just a very different reality set point from 
where I came from and all the other people relationally in my life, husband, family, siblings, every, you know, a lot of people that are still in the blue. Yeah. <laughs> How So you've moved through blue to right. orange to green to yellow. So that's quite a few steps uh, along the path. For anyone wondering, orange is more of the religious science, or sorry, not, not religious, the, the science and the um, merit-based hustle mentality. So things about manual effort creates your reality rather than following the rules. And then we've got green where everyone's equal. And then we've got yellow where you create your own reality, but instead of doing it manually, you're doing it with your energy and your alignment and all the things that season four of The Lively Show talk about. So you're feeling like you're coming from that, but everyone else is still where they were before? Right. Okay. So have you felt that inner voice in your stomach or your heart? Um, probably in my stomach. Okay. So we're just going to direct that awareness down deeper than the chest, which is fine. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. It's just getting you out of the head. Okay. Mm -hmm. Inner voice. What do I do now that I've changed and everyone else hasn't? Um, comfort. Comfort who? Coming. Comfort who? Uh, myself. <laughs> so this isn't about these other people. Very wise inner voice. If it said the other way, I'd be really questioning whether it was the mind coming through. Is it already a tear? Well, yeah, probably. A little. What did that hit? How did that hit Amy? The mind, hearing that you need to comfort yourself in that situation. Um. I guess there's just been a lot of like judgment. So yeah. it's like I'm judging myself, I'm judging others, I'm judging whether they're judging me. It's just Which is ironically yeah. a very blue thing. Think oh, about it. I know. Right? Yes. It and our consciousness can come like if someone walked in this podcast studio with a gun, like I've said, we might all go down to beige and like go in fight or flight survival mode. Even though we can talk all day about energy and alignment and inner voices, if something really threatening happens, we can revert back to older patterns or older points of view. So what's interesting is the moment that you can have all this yellow thinking all day and then blue can happen where it's judging that the, the, these people aren't following the rules that I'm following now. Right. And it's doing the same thing as those other people, but it's doing it thinking it's coming from this higher place, but it's actually in doing it, it's reverting back. I notice mm -hmm. this a lot with green. Mm -hmm. It wants to make sure everyone's equal, but we'll do things that are not at the level of peace of everyone being equal, but at the level of frustration for not for other people not. Yes. And so they can go down to other patterns as well mm -hmm. in trying to enforce their green point of view. Right. Yes. I, we were having this discussion at dinner last night um, with regard to like um, maybe like eating healthy, sustainable food and how I feel like I I want my family to eat that, but they don't really care. And <laughs> so I feel like I'm, I'm pushing this agenda that I, yeah, like I'm feeling like is really important, but I'm to the only, you, right. I'm the only one. It's important <laughs> to me. Why don't you find it important to you? If I, it's important to me, the mind in me knows better than the mind in everyone else in this family. And everyone else in this family is ignorant and doesn't know enough. And they're not living up to my standards. That's the way a mind can look at other minds and judge other minds. And it's also judging itself the same way, 
Why am I not doing enough? Why am I not good enough? Why am I not as successful as she is about the vegan food? So I might be better off than my family, but then I look at Deliciously Ella in London and like, why am I not living the way she lives? Right. The mind goes in both directions, but it's all this external. It's looking at Deliciously Ella and saying, I'm not good enough. And then it's looking at my husband and saying, he's not good enough. Mm-hmm. All of it is externally looking out. And if you think of your eyes as, uh, this is one of the things I've learned from my random eyesight journey, your eyes are a physical extension of your mind, the brain, the brain, the brain outside of the skull. It's the the aspect of the brain that sees outside of, like directly experiences the reality outside of the skull. So it's looking and projecting outward. Right. So then yesterday, I think I told you, I said, it seems like, my eyesight is like going. It's like things are getting blurry. And I, I thought about it in, pers- like in terms of your eyesight journey. And I thought, is that somehow my like, inner being saying that I'm, like, I'm trying too hard to, to focus on those things almost? Let's ask. Let's find out. Okay. Inner voice, what is the eyesight significant to for me? What's it showing me? Am I hearing like clear, clearly or? Clearly. Is it, am I losing that clarity or gaining it? Gaining it? I'm gaining clarity, but not through my eyes. Yes. What clarity do you see in her voice around this whole situation, around levels of consciousness and people in my life? Compassion. Compassion for whom? Um, Compassion for them. And how do I comfort myself? You said that that's what I should do. How can I comfort myself when I notice the mind getting all anxious about their actions? Meditate. What does meditating look like to you in her voice? Centering and grounding. Does it look like a timer? No. Does it look like a specific meditation format? No. So I don't have to do it as like a thing on my agenda. Right. Okay. So if it's not that, it's centering. What does centering look like to you? Being present. When should I do that? When should I do this type of meditation? All the time. (laughs) When are... Two really useful times in the life of Amy that would be really useful to bring that to, especially. I got like morning and night. Morning and night. Okay, beautiful. No, that's beautiful. It's very short and direct. That sounds very inner voicey. (laughs) I'm not not worried that the mind's once interjected yet. Um, How do you feel listening to all of this from your inner voice? Good. Inner voice, does it matter that my family hasn't changed to you? Inner voice to you, does it matter that the family hasn't changed? No. Do they need to? No. Should they change? Because God knows the mind thinks they should. Mm, Everyone has their own path. Do I need to decide what their path is? No. Do I need to decide what they eat? Well, I am their mother. But listen, that's the mind. Right. Do I, the mind, need to decide what 
my children eat. No. Really? I am the mother. Right. What am I supposed to do as the mother if I'm not supposed to decide what they eat? Just love them. That's it? And let them eat crap? Yep. How do you feel about that? I think I think it's um you know a wise I don't, I feel like it's almost like if you give people a choice, they feel more um, inclined to make the right choice as opposed to if you're forcing something on them. Well, <laughs> do you like if anyone forces right. anything? You seem like a very, um, like, stubborn individual. Like, if someone tried to force you to do something, you would hate it. Right. And it wouldn't feel freedom. Right. Yeah. I would almost, like, rather do something that I knew was wrong as opposed to like, and these are the people closest to you that probably feel similarly have, would have maybe a similar reaction. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to just give them the option, but not enforce? I think it feels good. And I have tried that and done that and seen more of like putting not putting the power into the hands of children more but just giving um changing how I approach something like that and buying meat that comes from a sustainable farm because that makes me happy and them eating meat makes them happy (laughs) that's beautiful (laughs) yeah so it's not like you can't give them great options that you feel good about Mm-hmm. as you're allowing them to make their choices. Right. Inner voice, am I here to live the lives of my kids for them? No. Is it my job to help them evolve in spiral dynamics and go up the spiral? Mm. No. Why not? Uh, because their soul has their own contract is that what you heard kind of I feel like that's what I felt but then my my brain was like yeah so how did you experience were they direct words was it a feeling was it a visual um I think it was like almost a recollection of like a book that I read okay let's ask it again then because I want to get a direct (laughs) answer okay not that it wasn't but I want to get a direct connection to that point of view from this deeper place so inner voice is it my job to help my family spiral up the spiral dynamics i still feel like my mind is just okay deep breath beautiful good good (laughs) yeah okay so deep breath deep breath breathe that out because you hear them thank you mind for doing your job (laughs) you told us your opinion inner voice is it my job to spiral my family up the spiral? No. Why not? Uh, because I'm just trying to control. The mind is trying to control? The mind is trying to control. What's it trying to control in that situation? Yeah. Am I good at controlling their happiness? Not always. Not always. K 
Can I control their happiness? Yeah. Why not? Inner voice. Because they're their own beings. Yeah, they're sovereign beings just like you are. And you would hate it if anyone tried to enforce this on you. Just as they would. They're here for their own sovereign experience. But they do appreciate your love. And I love your point about if they're going to choose. Do you eat meat? Uh, I do. You do. Okay, so it's not like you're against them eating meat, but you love buying the sustainable meat that makes you happy, and they love eating meat, so that makes them happy. So that's not really a compromise for anyone. Like, they like eating meat, and you like getting that specific kind of meat, so that's kind of nice. But what if there's, like, is there, like, pizza? Is there something that they want to eat that you really have a problem with that you wouldn't want them to have? No, not really. I mean... What's the mind holding on to in, in that situation then? Mm, I think I'm okay with that. Okay. Is there any more resistance we can look at that the mind is like, well, but in this area, I still need to. Um, well, I think church and religion is like a yeah, huge thing. Okay. Yeah. What if they still believe in religion the way that. Do I have to ask my... Yeah, yeah. What about... <laughs> so, like, what if... Okay. So, what? how would you phrase it? How would the mind in you phrase that question for... Um, I guess, what is it about... I don't know. Okay. Tell me the mind story around the frustration of... Are they all following a religion you no longer feel called right. to? Yes. Okay. Does it... So that does it bother the mind that they still go? Well, not really. I mean, it's it's a divergence between my husband and I now because I'm, let's just use a color, yeah. so I'm like yellow and he's yeah. blue. And the kids are still kind of too young to decide on their own whether they're blue or yellow yeah. or what yeah. where they are and, and they could go through many still of the evolving colors. and yeah. growing and and so it's just how to how to even work with someone that's in still yeah. stuck I feel like he's stuck like my husband's view may be wrong and here's oh beautiful okay let's do this deep down okay. go down is my husband's view wrong Deep breath on this one. No. Why not? Because it's his view. It's just a view? He wouldn't say that, probably. No, but but. In, in her voice, is it just okay. a view? Yes. And it's okay that he has his view? Yes. Is it okay that I have my view? Yes. Can we have peace while we have different views? Yes. How? Um, love. How do I love him when the mind's so focused on his different view? Just let it go. Yeah, it's just his mind, and it's just your mind, but it's not what you are and it's not what he is it's not who it's just thoughts it's like two thunderstorms arguing with each other and yours has evolved 
like your thunderstorm's not even staying in the same weather pattern anymore. It's like it got a new agenda that it had before when it might have been in the same belief set. Then it changed and it changed and it changed. Mm-hmm. He's the one watching you evolve and going, what happened to you? You're not the person that I connected with in the beginning. And you're like, what happened to you? You're still the person that you used to be. Right. But inner voice, does any of that matter ultimately? I feel no, but I, my mind keeps saying, but. Okay. Inner, <laughs> uh, but what? So, so I can make it a question. Okay. But. Um, I forgot. But can we now. be, like, what's the, like, what the mind's frustration is, but it's not fair that we're in different places or it's not okay. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone should change and evolve and grow. And. Do you know what's really interesting about that? The mind is just, it's just a thought that the mind is saying, but it's the same thought that people in religions are saying. Everyone, everyone, first of all, everyone really? Blue thinks everyone should be the, everyone should follow the rules, whether it's in religion or law or whatever it is. Everyone should fill in the blank. That's a blue statement. Mm -hmm. Everyone should. It's just you're putting everyone should be yellow into that. Mm-hmm. But it's still that same old blue pattern playing out in. It's pulling yellow back into blue. It's mm-hmm. making yellow a religion. Right. Yeah. And you're trying to convert them just like blue tries to convert. Right. So. But how do, do you, you like. Just yeah. Yeah. So what we can do is just have comfort. Right. It said in the mm-hmm. beginning comfort myself. Of course it's what it's known. It's grown up with that type of change in others let me get everyone to my point of view and that's just trying to make yellow a religion mm-hmm. but real yellow just says everyone's creating their own reality and it's not my job to create anyone else's reality i'm too busy creating my own to worry about anyone else real yellow is focused in the creation of your own reality and allowing others to create their reality but when you pull yellow down into blue then it's just another religion mm-hmm. right and it all it said to you right in the beginning was just comfort you comfort the mind because of course it would want to do that that's what it's known for most of its life is how to do it the blue way mm-hmm. so it's just making its new beliefs blue right does that feel like liberating at all? Yeah. Because now you don't have to follow it. And you can just see that that's the pattern the mind's mm-hmm. having, but you don't actually even logically want to have that. It could, logically, you don't want to make yellow a religion, would you? Right. No. And convert people? No. Right. Like, it's not my job. No. Like, <laughs> but Blue thinks it is their job. Right. That's where there's a lot of missionary work. Nothing wrong with it. They mm-hmm. think they're doing the best. They, they are. They have good hearts. This is not a uh, negative thing. But it can be very painful and can lead to crusades and can lead to, you know, it doesn't always have to lead to a really negative outcome, but it's leading to negative feelings. And you just don't want those negative feelings. Right. Is there any other mind story in the last few minutes that we have together to unpack about this? Like, is there something that we can get more resolution or clarity on about how not to make yellow a religion or how to comfort yourself more around this?
I think compassion is powerful. Mm-hmm. You can have compassion for your husband for wanting you to think the way you used to think, and you can have compassion when you're trying to make him think the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think going into just the last couple of days of conversation, like I didn't feel like I resonated with the compassion aspect of it. Like my mind didn't. And my mind it's was hard for the mind. <laughs> right. It's com- it's a foreign concept to the mind. The mind is too busy judging. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> to have right. compassion on its own judgment. It's judging itself. It's not compassioning itself. It's judging itself right. and others. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating clean enough and neither is my family. Right. Yes, I have I have a lot of that. So I think just acting, you know, on emotion and in a negative way or in a I feel like not like wrong way, but not being present like in myself and in my thoughts and in the moment I tend to like react from an like emotional perspective and and I think compassion like having compassion on myself gives yeah. me that like <laughs> it tones geez. it down and it it stops mm. the tennis match we've been using over the weekend mm-hmm. is this analogy of the tennis match and the the brain the mind uh swatting the ball over the net like I shouldn't be doing this but I'm doing it now I feel bad that I'm doing it I should stop doing it how do I stop doing it I'm still doing it and it goes back and forth and says okay I see it and I have compassion for it and you could you you know what you could say of course the mind would do that how long did it feel blue or see the world in a blue way how many years uh like 40 40 years it's had 40 (laughs) years of practicing a blue point of view now it has new beliefs but it's turning those beliefs into blue rules Mm-hmm. and trying to, of course, do what it's most known how to do, which is see things through that way and judge others that aren't. Right. And the compassion for the whole damn thing. Just the insanity of that. Right. And don't try to fix it because that's just trying to varnish the seed that's ultimately sprouting into something bigger. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sprout from varnishing itself or making itself perfect. It actually falls apart when it's just compassionately allowed to be broken like the mind it's not about fixing that point of view it's about having compassion for the mind still holding that point of view it's got a new set of beliefs but an old point of view it's believing different things but it's still operating from the old perspective and it's easy when you look at it that way to say well of course, it's easier for my fa- well, my partner to still keep the old beliefs and still see the old point of view. I'm still, I've just changed one of those elements, but the other one's still there. And let me just have compassion for that. And then you're not judging yourself and you're less judging of him. And everyone can just be a bit more. And then there's less pressure. And then sometimes they eat an apple. And sometimes they eat the pizza. And sometimes they'll listen to a Joe Dispenza video with you. And sometimes they'll go to church. And also, inner voice. Could I approach the essential aspects of the blue point uh, religion from a yellow turquoise perspective? Say that again. Okay, so basically, most religions are based on someone that reached a turquoise level of perception. Mm-hmm. And then people that weren't there yet, weren't able to see or experience life from that point of view, then enacted it in the best way they could given their point of view in reality. So they, the blue really, obviously every color has interpreted 
something if you're Christian like Jesus. And then, but his teachings are very yellow turquoise coral. Mm -hmm. So the beautiful thing is you don't have to throw away the baby with the bathwater. You could go to the church and take the pieces. Like I even, well, I was a green person. I wasn't yet at yellow, but when I was green, I still wasn't blue by any means, but I grew up with uh, Catholicism and I went to Lutheran church that I liked in Chicago for seven years. Not because I was even Lutheran, but just because I enjoy the sermons and I enjoy the essential, deepest aspects I always had. And I always knew I could go to any religion and just take the elements that resonated with me and I'd leave the rest. Mm -hmm. I looked at it as a buffet. I was not obligated to eat the whole meal. It was just a choice to choose. Like I like the lobster rolls. So I'm going to eat those, but I'm going to skip the Skittles. Mm -hmm. Like, could you enjoy the blue, the turquoise in the blue? I think I'm just done with the blue. That's fine. And you don't have to. You don't have to. But Mm -hmm. it's interesting because those religions typically have a strata that does adapt to each level of consciousness right just the person that's living it out is doing it in a blue way but the actual essential teachings not by the organization or the people running it but by the actual teachings or text can be interpreted from a green or yellow or right. turquoise or coral like a rob bell yeah what? exactly rob bell's very yellow yes yes that's why i was so yes. excited to talk with him when i was in season four yes i love that yeah and i'm going to see him Great. And I love that you're able to experience a teaching that transcends just blue. Right. That's beautiful. But you can also have the peace of knowing that those like Buddha, Jesus examples are like turquoise coral. Like they were actually coming from even beyond what yellow can even really understand. Right. So there's nothing wrong there's just compassion to be shared. And mostly first with yourself as you watch the old pattern play out, but in a new color. How does it feel? Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like I want to go back and <laughs> listen <Yeah. laughs> to, to process a little. How did it feel to hear those answers in yourself? Good. All right. Well, thank you. How did that resonate for you guys? We haven't really talked about that, like the colors and applying it to other people in our lives. No matter what color they're at, they're just thoughts. They're just weather. We're just taking them too seriously when we're not yet at turquoise. And we can have compassion for the fact that it's not our fault we're not at turquoise. We're not, I'm not at the physical literal visceral manifestation of awareness that the thoughts are just weather we're still being like pummeled by the weather without the awareness that we don't have to have them yet because that's not happened to us we haven't like bloomed we haven't flowered okay but we are getting to the point where we see it's all just weather whether it was our weather in a different color and a different weather pattern in our past phases of our own lives or other people's how liberating it's all just weather And it just has different colors. They're just different thoughts. But they're all essentially thoughts. It's the same molecules blowing around in different, like, it's not that different. It's just weather. But we take it so seriously that it animates our entire awareness. 
and we're waking up to the fact that we don't have to be animated completely by it yet. Like now, now we have the choice. We don't have to be animated completely by it. And eventually it'll become a very optional choice to choose to act on it. But that's the true choice. And we haven't gotten there. And we don't want to shame ourselves for not being there. The human can't make it happen. That's the burnt yellow realization. Oh, wait, the mind can't not be itself. And it can't make this cocoon thing happen and make the butterfly wings on its own just by visualizing. What do I do? And it's all, it's just compassion while we watch the weather. And we feel more peace as we have that compassion and watch the weather in ourselves and in the weather and others. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast and I'm pretty sure you haven't because the last time I checked, there were not very many. I would really appreciate you taking the time to give me some honest feedback. I know that there are a million bazillion podcasts out there to listen to, and I really hope that I bring you value. For more information on me or on where to follow me and the guests that I have on, visit amykunkel.com or follow me on Instagram at amy underscore kunkel underscore creative. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day.